as the camera slowly winds through this dark forest, we catch up to all of you staring up at the cliffside, knowing now where the entrance is, all that is left is the climb, and as you all traverse this treacherous face, as you make it up one after the other, only the moonlight and the sounds of animals in the distance to keep you company as you stealthily try to make your way. You hear a crack and some rocks tumbling down. You hear a loud shout as Callie loses her grip and falls 30 feet. She hits the ground hard. You hear a sickening whack as, as branches break. You hear a groan in intense pain. What do you all do? Hold this rope. Uh, Alright. And I'm going to take the other end and I'm going to slide down. Callie is on the floor. She is uh, holding her leg. And uh, she's just kind of rolling. Um, she seems to be in a lot of pain. She, you can tell that she's like stifling a lot of the noise, but it's still like. <sighs> um. Okay, I'm gonna rip a piece of fabric, put it in front of her mouth, and then I'm gonna look her over. Does it look like anything's like popping out of place? Um, it's, it's dark, you can't really tell, she's moving around a lot, um, she looks like she's in pain, and you don't see anything jutting out, like, that's obvious, like, you don't see anything, like, sticking out of her, um, but you, you don't know if it's, like, you know, bruised bones, or anything cracked, or anything like that. Does it feel like anything's broken? She, uh, shakes her head. Is it just intense pain? She nods. I'm going, I'm going to take the cloth out of your mouth, and then I grab it and pull it out. Is there anything that you need right now? Keep, keep her safe. You have my word. You say that, she take nods, and she conks out. She looks like she's breathing, but if you don't do something, it could get worse. Uh, okay, 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 okay. I think I'm just going to put us all into some turns. Let's order this. Um, so, players always go first. I'm going to start going down then before. So I guess fast, because I'll react to that before anything else. Just the moving then. I gamble because I can't remember if she was hurt by the lizard things or not. And I don't want to do it again. Um, but I had one healing potion that I started with. And I had one that I bought. Uh, and I see Neil coming down. They're making their way down, yeah. But it, you, if you don't do something now, it's up to the fates. Uh, you know what? I'm going to use my only other healing potion. You put it in. You see like where the armor is on the chest. You see it move as almost as if like a rib is popping into place. Um, but she, like, looks at you, and she, like, seems fine. You don't get to die, because it would make her sad. I'm gonna try to get back up, and then, like, 
gestured and yelled that we're good. Uh, Jacqueline, was you doing anything? Was you just moving forward? I wanted, I wanted to try and see if I could see it. Is it possible? Since I was taking a slow turn, that means I can move and action, right? Like that's what a slow turn means. You can, you can go in. Jacqueline is going to take a deep breath and attempt to like take a few steps around the corner to see if we can see it. Yeah, so you move five feet in. You move ten feet in. Just stop me. You move fifteen feet in, and that's where it kind of curves around. I'll, I'll stop there and wait for my friends. I'm going to use flowing form. And for the duration, I can move through spaces occupied by other creatures, regardless of their size. Um, and I'm going to move in. Okay, you you go in. Um, you go in the 15 feet, you go around the corner. It is pitch black. You cannot see anything. I need you to roll me. A perception with four banes. Negative four. Can I use my fortune to succeed? As you walk in, you feel a pressure plate. And you instinctively step, step back and you see um, shooting from the ground 15 jagged spikes shooting up almost towards your face and you step back. As you step back, it shoots back down into the ground. So, for this purpose, we're going to come out of initiative. Neil and Adrian, as you finish climbing up the cliff face and make it to the top, you see Jacqueline and Zadia coming out of the cave, coming over to both of you. I'm going to, like, turn to, like, behind me and be like, Adrian, there is, there is a trap. I think we need your help here. Is she... is she okay? The fall wasn't as bad as it looked. She's going to try to give you a kiss on the cheek, but it'll probably be the top of your head. And then I'm gonna go look at this trap. Okay. With that roll, as you walk in, you feel your foot trigger the trap. You can see in this environment, and as you hear the gears winding, you see these spears shoot up out of the ground at a sheer angle. You instinctively step back and bend to a sheer angle yourself, not to get nicked or even pricked by this thing. What do you do? Can I use the spear to trigger it? Because I know where the step is. You know where it is, and this is going to be an intelligence. And because you don't have any tools, you kind of... Uh, Jerry rigging this, you're going to need to give me it with two two banes now. It's a negative three. As you go to Jerry rig this and try and break it, you inadvertently trigger the trap. And as you do, these spikes shoot out towards you. You being distracted catches you off guard, and it hits you square in the shoulders. I'm just going to do the nimble recovery then to take, to recover three, I think, is it three? Yeah, equal to your healing rate and then move up to half your speed. Uh, I'm just going to move in the direction of the thing. As you run in, darting past the trap, 
You go into a large circular room. You see off to the side, there is an altar with blood smeared all over it. There appears to be items scattered about. Clearly something was happening here as the candles have been blown out. You see off to the side, huffing and snarling in a low voice. This large lizard folk creature. You can't see the colouring on the scales, but you know it's still that vibrant red. Big meaty mitts. This one's larger than the one you fought. And much more intimidating. Can I say anything at all? Yeah, it's a free action. Thor deck. And then I kneel. I knew him well. Who are you? Someone who seeks power. What is your goal here? Everyone kills these things, but no one talks to them. I want to be able to speak to this thing. I, w- I want to de-escalate the situation. Uh, Romeo will with one bane. That's a one. You say this, and it looks towards you. And as it stares into your eyes, you glance behind it. And near the altar, you see a rock shape in the darkness, but it's odd, it's large, and looks like an egg, and as it stares into you, this large lizard folk just growls out, no, you all hear a commotion coming from within the cave now, what do you all do? And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to grab the crystal ball that's inside of my, uh, it was just somewhere, I'm sure. I just take it out, Mary Poppins style, and I, uh, and I trigger it to cast, um, light within a two yard radius around it. And I move towards the entrance. That's what it's called. I move towards the entrance. <laughs> I'm going to make myself big and intimidating behind uh, Adrian. I'm the one to attack, not him. Neil, as you enter in and you bypass the trap, you look and you see Adrian is kneeling down in front of this creature. It snarls and has its weapon gripped hard. But you also see at the back the altar, this large egg. It has this stony outer shell. A dirty tapestry is draped in the back and there's blood everywhere. You also see on the altar the two fistful size scaled stones. The items that Phineas hired you to get. I'm going to use my garrot and make an attack against this thing. Adrian, as you're slowly unwinding your garrot, as you've bent down, you throw dirt in this creature's face. It rears up, blinded, shortly. It thrashes about. You try to run around and get behind it to strangle it out in any way that you can. But the tail whips around and smacks you in the chest, winding you for a brief second. The creature gets its bearings back. It slashes out towards you, but you dodge out of the way. I put a hand on uh, my chest, and I look at Adrian in front of me, and I cast Shared Recovery. 
I heal myself for my full healing rate, and I, uh, and I cast the same thing on Adrian. So you heal your healing rate also. As you do this, Neil, Ishrak growls in anger, brings up its spear, and whacks the bottom of it in Adrian's chest. It winds you, Adrian, and causes you to reel over. The tip of the spear comes down and slashes you across your shoulder onto your torso. As this is happening, Neil, you go to get ready, but this creature is already on you as it opens its large maw, dripping with this reddish goo. It bites down on you hard, and you feel the burning hot pain enter your veins. I am down. Down. More flesh for the ritual. Okay, so then I want to try and bewitch it and make it follow me over to the trap, since I know where the trap is at this point, and if it's bewitched, in theory, it will be kind of a little bit, like... Hazed. Yeah, exactly. Um, she's using dark speech, and she's calling to it, um, and sort of, like, motioning for it to follow her, and it's she's slowly walking over to where she remembers the trap was, and is trying to take those careful steps back over the trap, and then get it to trigger it. As the words leave your lips, the dark words reverberate around the room. You see the eyes of this creature flare up in flame before a purple shine come over them. The spear they are holding goes limp and starts dragging on the floor as this creature lunges forward towards you, one sluggish step in front of the other. It walks past you and into the entryway, sliding past Sadia through her shifting form spell and heading to the trap. You hear a sickening dig and a groan from this creature as the blades from the trap sink into its flesh and back out. It turns around and looks at you angrily, but you still see that shine in its eyes. Come with me, come here. And I walk it right to the end of the cliff, and then I like, finger, finger like, go on this way, and like, and make it go down, make it jump. I'm like, go ahead. So it walks off, and it stops at the edge. And you see it fighting itself. And then we see the eyes light up again. And it just walks. And as it walks, we just hear like a, a crash. And then we see like some birds flying away. And then there's just like stillness. Can I go attend to Neil? You run over to Neil, Zadia. You see uh, Adrian, he's breathing, but very uh, shallow breaths. And you look over to Neil, and as you go down to Neil, you see everything freeze. Hello, everyone. I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. I just wanted to take a moment to thank all of you for listening subscribing following giving us five stars it really means a lot to us but i also want to take this moment to thank some of our patrons as well because without you 
some of this would not have been possible. So I thank you for your continued support. And I also hope that you're enjoying this series as well. So thank you to Michael, Grant, Shauna, Dusting, Just a Lily, Huma, Chris, Kristin, and Casual. Thank you to all of you for your patronage this month and for helping this podcast support not only the art but the players and all of the production. Now, let's get back to the show. Neil, you feel darkness around you, taking you. There is nothing but cold. You feel the rough stone on your back and just pain in your chest. This wasn't how it was supposed to be, this... Is this why Jason was around? Was your father right? I need you to answer me a question. Go ahead. Deal with the devil. Or talk with the void. Well, she wouldn't talk to the devil, so I guess to the void. You're standing. There is cold, shallow water over your feet, just barely touching your ankles. You shout out, but there is an echo, and it goes on and on and on. You look up, and there is just an uncalculable number of stars in the sky. It is washed with blues and reds and oranges. You see a meteor fly by. But there is darkness only around you. And in this void, where there is no sight, you feel that you are being watched. And you hear a voice. you where are you I see you without sight what mission what do I have to do do you wish to live well I do not wish to die not yet my friends are in trouble then we will change What do I need to do then? Open the gate. What gate? And I look around to see if I see anything. No, but you feel as though you know. Then I close my eyes. 
And I go towards the gate. As you reach out physically, but also spiritually, you feel something cold against your hand. And you see a bright purplish gleam as it flashes in front of you. And you see black bars. It looks more like a prison than a gate. And inside you see this amorphous black blob with thousands of eyes moving around. And then they stop to look down at you. This thing is gigantic. But you notice the eyes are blind. But it still seems to see you without sight. Open the gate. So I go forward. Light in hand, I guess. And I look for a way to open this gate. Just your will to open it. You hear a latch somewhere off in the distance. Click loudly. And you feel as though you've allowed darkness into the world. You were more agreeable this time. This time? What are you... And as you say that, you sit up. Neil, are you okay? Are you... Okay is not the word I would use in this situation, but... We've got to get you out of here and Adrian. Adrian's breathing, but... The thing is that... I can't heal you, I can only... Stop the bleeding. Well... Okay. And you're sure that thing is... That thing is dead? Jacqueline, where did it fall off the cliff? And you two are... You two are okay? Yes, you are I'm fine, please. Just I can carry you down the cliff, both of you one by one, but I can do it. Okay. And she keeps looking behind her. Like she thinks something is gonna be back there. But she lets herself be moved. Jacqueline, um I'm going to take them down. That's take the scale if you want, but that egg, if it is what I think it is, needs to be destroyed. Yes, you are right. I will do that. I trust you with this, Jack, and I think if it is thought out, then it shouldn't be allowed to live. Would I be able to take both Neil and Adrian down at the same time? Because I'm a size two. There's no like time constraint, so you can do it like carefully. Okay. Okay, I'll carefully do that, and I'll set them down like next to Kali. Jacqueline, as you're looking over the altar, you recognize the sigils of blood on the floor, and drawn around this egg. They're elemental sigils. Fire sigils. You also see a number of items near the egg on the altar. You see the scaled stone that you were asked to get by Phineas. You see a long 
gnarly, bone-toothed dirk, carved from dragon tooth. You also see dragon bones carved into a necklace. Looking them over, you can clearly see they are magical and powerful. But nothing is as powerful as that scaled stone as you look it over. It gleams with elemental radiance. And as you ponder this, you look over the egg once more. And you think to yourself that this ritual is an awakening ritual. It seems they were trying to activate the egg. But looking at it right now, you can tell. Whatever was inside has been long dead. This egg is not dormant at all. It just isn't alive. And that ritual was destined to fail. And as this is happening, the camera winds out of the cave and back down in the trees, where you, Zadia, are with Callie. Can I ask you a question? Yes? Have we ever been out on a date? Uh, what? Well, you see, Adrian was asking me if I had... I realized in my conversation with Adrian that I've never actually been out on a date, and I was wondering if anything that we did constituted as a date. You realize you're bleeding, right? Yes. So, what better time to ask than now? I mean, when we're not bleeding? Are you just trying not to answer my question? I didn't... I didn't think you'd want... I... I'm just asking. I, I mean, a date is stupid. Do uh, you want me to take you out on a date? Is it? Do you want, you want you, I could do that. We can go. I mean, I was just wondering if we had, and I had not noticed, because I'm, but we can, if you want. We give you, if you want, yeah. When we get back, I'm sure there's some time we can eat in the end. That's what you do on dates, right? You eat food. We've eaten together before, so I, does that not count as constitute as a date then? I don't know. Have you ever been on a date before? I mean, I don't really classify betting someone as a date. I mean, yes, but like... Have you? Have I betted someone before? No, I've been on a date. No, I just said I, I told Adrian. I've realized I've never actually been on a date and I mean he's right he's actually on my back right now he's passed out um but um I don't think I have that's what I was asking you yeah we, we can totally go yeah I mean sure alright good okay good yeah I'm gonna check ah okay and they walk bye away. they walk like 15 feet and then they go behind a tree and then you just hear ah they like rest their wounds because they fell 20 feet do you i can give you a ride no i'm good are you sure mm-hmm. just you don't have to be stubborn uh, i can help you shh kali just 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 hop on my back i don't want to ride you it's all right i mean 
And as this awkward, but admittedly adorable scene plays out, the camera winds back up and faces the cave. I think Jacqueline um, collects all the other objects and like sort of like puts them um, in a pouch she has and then just stands there for a little bit staring at the egg and thinking about it and the power of this what it what it sort of what it could maybe do and then slowly she just pushes the egg off the altar so it smashes to the floor and it cracks and we see this blackish reddish ichor kind of sprawl out and this uh, dark red um like dragonling like uh deformed like like now that you're seeing it, it probably wouldn't have hatched keeping it completely separate from the other things that i've taken from the altar i would i would collect some of the shell some of the ichor that it's in uh i probably I literally have like a little kit of like accoutrement for for various magic doings um and yeah, I guess I would I've definitely never dissected a baby dragon before though, so that's going to be a first for me. Mhm. The the closest thing you would have come to is like lizards and things like that in the swamp yeah which i would have done with auntie i grab all this stuff i have a few little like jars i shove in the things that go where i put it all away i hide that all away um and then i step on the remains of the dragon and then i walk away i like smush it into with my heel into the ground no one's gonna be using this for anything and then i go to return to my friends As you make your way out of the cave, the camera lingers for a moment. We see the candles lit in the room flicker and then extinguish. As the camera rejoins you, Jacqueline, you have made it back to the company of your friends. I go over to Neil and just... Are are you okay? Are, uh, is there anything we can um, do to make you uh, more comfortable right now? No, no, I am, I am, I'm fine. I've just heard it everywhere, but that is to be expected. Should we find somewhere to camp for the night then, and then head out tomorrow? Yes, I think uh, we should um, move as little as possible, and uh, just uh, everyone. Everyone rest until we can make a uh, a safe a safe journey. Yes, we we should we sh- uh, wait until Adrian is also awake. Zadia puts like her hand on top of Neil's head. It's just me. Are you okay? Do you want a hug? Uh, you know I will never say no to a, a hug from you, Zadia. Okay, and then she'll just give Neil a big hug. Start rubbing your back. It's like it's okay. And you'll feel a little bit of the tension I'm holding in my back sort of go away. Though, you know, sometimes you might touch something and it might be it might hurt, so it might like jerk a little bit, but She's very very gently. Very gently. But waiting for that tension to come down. It's okay. Go ahead, I guess. Um, you know. 
rest, get Adrian awake, and so you can go and do whatever you are going to do with uh with Callie. It's a very confusing conversation. I didn't completely follow it. Uh, I didn't. I didn't know that you were listening to that. Uh. It it was a little hard. You were about five feet away from me. I tried not to, but it's very quiet out here. I don't. Uh... Callie starts walking away. Uh, I told her. I told her she could hop on my back, but she doesn't want to. Callie, we are. We we have decided to um camp close by. Please do not go too far. I don't know what I said. If I made it, was it awkward? I don't. What what did what did you say, Neil? What 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 did she say? Me and Kali have traveled a lot before. We've known each other for quite some time, and so I was talking with Adrian, and I realized I've never been on a date. And I asked her, "Oh, had we have ever been on a date?" Because I didn't know what constituted as a date. And then she got all awkward, and then she was avoiding my questions. And then she's like, "Do you want me to take you out on a date?" I'm like, "I guess." And she's like, "Oh, do get go grab something to eat?" And I'm like, "Well, if that constitutes a date, we've been on many dates because we've talked, we've eaten together a lot because we've traveled a lot." But then you know, I asked her if she had ever been on a date, and then she said that she doesn't consider betting people being on a date. And then she asked me. I did, and I said, "Oh, betting! If you're asking me if I bet, if I bet at other people," and she said, "No, you know, have you been on a date?" And I said, "No," because I just told Adrian that, and I think we're going on a date. I I do not see how any of that is a problem. Kelly, you are being very silly. You see, like a fire off in the distance. Oh, they are making camp. All right. And as Kelly sets up the camp. You hear her hunt some animal. You hear it squee off in the distance. You all amuse yourself with this distraction. A welcome distraction after the almost fatal encounter you all just went through. And you all head over. You see that Callie has started roasting some deer. And as you all relax and realize just how exhausted you all are. Jacqueline, you take the watch. But you see it move towards Neil. As the flames are flickering, everyone's shadow is flickering. But you see Adrian's shadow move more intent. And as you see this, and you kind of comprehend, it attaches itself to Neil's flicking shadow. And then you feel this chill in the air, and a wind bursts through the trees, whistling and howling. and It uh, cascades over the flames, and they dance wildly, and it passes. Does Adrian's shadow return to him? As everyone's shadow was flicking around, it's as if it had never moved. And as everyone's outer shadows flick with the firelight, Adrian's and Neil's stay still. I make a mental note to talk to them about that later, but they're both very injured and should sleep for now. You all eventually, passing on and whatnot, wake up, you have eight hours 
rest. You've all healed your healing rate, so whatever that is. You all wake up to birds chirping the kind of forested area by this kind of hilly mountain isn't so ominous anymore it's blue skies and it's all a lot better oh i'm alive (laughs) yes you are you are most welcome don't recommend dying (laughs) don't drink any potions or healing magic um you were bitten by the thing, and, um, yeah. Well, keep in mind, we did learn that, um, if you rested and took the time, it did, it did come out of you. So I think I'm fine. Did you, did you spit up the, the icker again? Mm-hmm. I was unconscious. Do you want me to heal you? I look at Jacqueline, and there's a smile on my face that you definitely recognize when I'm trying something stupid. I know, I, that's, I, oh, that is what I do not like, you seem much too happy. Zadia's, she's like still kind of laying down, she like, pokes you in the forehead, and casts minor healing life, Hi, minor healing, which is half your healing rate. See? I'm fine. What about, um, Neil? Neil, I'm gonna go over to Neil. Neil, do you want some healing? I do not feel comfortable enough to um to test that out. It might be maybe Adrian is I grown an immunity or or something. I I'd rather just heal myself, heal naturally. As your clothes, Jacqueline. To Neil now, uh, you look at them. And you see slightly, not a lot, but slightly, the right eye is a shade lighter than the other. I get right up in her face. I thought we talked about personal space about with Adrian. I don't understand. What do we... All right, all right. Hang on. Um, I'll take a step back. It is just you have... Um, one of your eyes is, is different. May, please, may I look? Um, you know, maybe maybe a little bit later when we're not out in in the in the forest, surrounded by you know, wild mother knows what. Maybe once we get back into the town and things are a little bit more calm. <sighs> All right, I'm sorry. You're 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 right. I um, I just got just noticed and it was odd and I wanted to look, but I will um I will leave you. We'll leave you be for now. You are, you are very hurt, and you should rest. And I am sorry for, for bothering you. It uh, it is okay. Just you know, a time and a place. Sadia's so just behind Jacqueline, like, huh? Like turning her head, trying to look at Neil. What are you? Okay, it's too early in the morning. And as the conversation continues, you all start packing up, making your way out of this forest that admittedly seems brighter and lighter now and as you make your way you hear bird song the sky is clear and you make northward back to Iman back to the flame reach outpost and to find out 
what condition your friend Kuval is in.